How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. So today's episode is all about a relationship that you're in and you have no clue of where it's going. You know, one of those relationships you've been in for a while and you're thinking, oh, I really like this guy, or I really like this girl, and but are we going to commit? Are we going to stay together? Are we actually boyfriend and girlfriend? Like what is going on? So today I want to spend some time talking about when is it that you ask, where is this going? Where is this relationship heading? And, you know, if you're in a relationship right now, you're, you might be in that sweet spot of the honeymoon phase and having, you know, the time of your life with your new partner. And you've been dating for a while and things are just slowly progressing. But whenever your friends ask if you're exclusive yet, you actually are struggling to give them the answer because you actually don't know what your relationship is yet. Now, I've had a conversation about this with my niece over a couple of weeks ago, and she was just seeing someone quite quite a new relationship. And I said, you know, are you guys committed? Are you exclusive? She was like, I don't actually know what we are. And that's not the, the only person. I, I get this a lot. Uh, you know, you're spending a lot of time with each other. You uh, look like you're in a committed relationship. It sort of feels like a committed relationship, but the conversation hasn't been had. So you haven't quite defined your relationship with a partner yet, but you're having such a good time hanging out. You don't want to like put a damper on it, especially, you know, that old age question of where is this going? Or, you know, are we boyfriend and girlfriend yet? Like it's a bit cringe and I get it, but it's probably a conversation that you need to muster up the the confidence to have because while it's daunting to many new couples to find out whether you're both on the same page, it really is the key to successfully stepping into the next phase of your relationship because you need to do it together. So you can't go into a relationship wondering if this is it or wondering if you're exclusive or wondering if you're a boyfriend and a girlfriend scenario because wondering doesn't cut it. Wondering doesn't mean you're together. And then it also leaves the the lines a little bit blurred around other relationships. Well, if you haven't committed, does that mean that we are not monogamous? Does that mean that we can um, openly see other people because we haven't had that conversation? So generally, this question is posed when you're reaching the gray area of the dating life, okay? So you've been on plenty of dates with the person. You probably haven't met their family yet, but you've seen each other every day. You've seen each other naked, but you're sort of on the verge of you're still yet to to post the couple selfie. So you haven't gone Instagram or Facebook famous with your relationship yet. So this kind of relationship dating limbo can be really hard to navigate because you don't want to come off as being desperate or clingy, but it's really necessary for your own sanity. I mean, let's face it, as if you want to sit in the place of, I don't know what this is, or in the awkwardness of when someone asks you, are you with them or are you together? You don't know what to say. So finally, you'll be able to give your girlfriends a straight bloody answer. And that could be uh, quite 
quite a relief. So let's look at the social cues and how they play a role, okay? Because when we worry about where a relationship is going, it often reflects who we are and what stage of life we're in. Yes. So relationships progress at different stages and are really unique to, you know, unique in their lifetime, the same way that the people in the couple are. So your age, your past relationship experiences, what you want to get out of life and your lifestyle really impacts how quickly or how slowly you want a new relationship to move forward. Now, there's no wrong or right here. It's whatever way most of the time that you're used to, it doesn't mean that what you're used to is going to be the way that works for you. Okay. But thankfully, when you're dating someone, there are usually certain situations that come up, which will give you an indication of where your relationship currently is and where it's headed. So you might be on a date and bump into a friend who has their baby, you know, in tow in the pram. And it prompts a conversation later on that centers around having kids. And your partner might have a family uh, wedding to attend or a big upcoming event where you'll be meeting their whole family. And that is only if they invite you as their plus one. So this is the gray area. Are you going to the family functions yet? And if you're spending all of this time with them, do you expect to go? And if you do expect to go, have you had the conversation to say that would be your expectation or are you just waiting for them to go, hey, it's just a given that you're my plus one? So social cues that the relationship has a future, it generally happens when they start to introduce you to their parents, their close friends, they bring you to the family home for a meal. These are the social cues that give you, okay, this is becoming something. These cues can be solid evidence that they want proof of your relationship and that they show you off to people that they are closest with, particularly, you know, the mum and the sister and, you know, they'll talk about you and bring you up in conversations. These are the real good ticks saying, yep, this person is definitely heading down the path of he wants to be in a relationship with me. But this isn't the same rule for everyone, Okay. While some people put a huge emphasis on meeting the family and the minute they meet the family, they go, oh my God, this is all real. This is not the case for everyone. And this is why it's difficult to say this is the one, one stop shop. Okay. One size fits all. This is not actually at all what I'm saying. Some people for others, it doesn't bother them to introduce you to their family because they don't view it as being a very significant milestone in the relationship or in their life. They're just like, Hey, here's my mom and dad, or here's my sister. And it's really blase. Whereas if you've got a different, you know, dynamic in your family and the way you would introduce someone to your family is like, oh no, I won't bring him home unless I'm really sure he's going to be my partner. So your emphasis on introducing him to the family is very remarkably different to the other person's. Okay. So another important cue can be talking about the future or making plans for a later date, such as, you know, going on a weekend away. So you've got the October long weekend coming up. He might say, Hey, I want to book for the weekend. This already confirms that he's sticking around, that he expects you to be around in October, or it might be a ticketed event together next year. You know, someone's coming out to do a concert and he wants to get tickets and it's, you know, 12 months away. This is already social proof that he is con- not even contemplating. He has agreed and um, is committed to being around till next year at least. Okay. So I, I, it doesn't 
guarantee what's going to happen within the 12 months. But at this point in time, he is pretty sure, pretty damn sure that he's going to be around in 12 months time to be able to take you to that, you know, ticketed event. So if your partner is reciprocating the eagerness to make these concrete plans as you would, which means, you know, booking, spending money, taking time, then it's a really good sign you're headed in the right direction. So sometimes there's no need to ask, where is this going? When you've got those cues of this guy's sticking around, you know, I know he's going to be around. It doesn't mean you don't have it. Okay. So initially that's probably some of the cues that you're going to look for that give you a little bit of relief. So you're not actually doing your head in, but what is it, what happens when you still don't know where it's going? Okay. So not all these relationships get the fortunate situation, situational comforts of these social cues. And that makes it harder for you to know where it's actually going. You know, if your partner is not doing these things that stand out for you and go, hey, I actually know he wants to be around for the next 12 months. If he's not actually doing that, well, then you're going to sort of send yourself a little bit insane. So before you dive into asking him straight off the bat, you need to ask yourself, why do I feel like it's not going anywhere? And am I trying to rush this? Often when we look past our relationship, We focus on what our ex did wrong that led us to a breakup, but what we don't look at is our own behaviors that may have contributed to the failed relationship. So I really want you to ask that question. Why do I feel like it's not going anywhere? And really be raw and real with yourself because are you wishing that it works? Are you hoping that it works? Do you know it's not going to work? You know, sometimes we need to look inwards and ask ourselves why we feel the urge to define this right away. Why do we need to be committed so quickly? Is there something going on for me? Am I trying to rush this for a particular reason? Is it because, you know, in a previous relationship, I didn't, I wasn't committed and I got hurt and I wasn't clear about being committed. And that's another reason why I got hurt. So sometimes the rushed actions may have contributed to, you know, the failure of past relationships in a particular way, because maybe you're moving too fast or the other person isn't ready. So there's a lot of contributing factors here. For some older women, they can feel the need to rush the early stages of relationship and get to the serious stuff really quickly. But this may be counterproductive because new couples, it doesn't matter how old you are or how experienced you are. When you are a new couple, you still are learning about each other. So it's unrealistic to feel like you can skip all of the courting, all of the other stuff of getting to know each other, all of the feelings and the thoughts of I'm not sure to just get to, you know, the serious stuff of the relationship. Because what happens then, it goes really quick, but then it ends really quick as well because you've missed out on the really important part of the relationship. But if it is bothering you that you haven't, you know, met the family or discussed your future or even met his friends yet, it's probably time to bite the bullet and, I don't know, woman up, I guess. Ultimately, if you keep ignoring something that is bothering you, it will either poison your mood because it's always on your mind or you'll burst one day and have a, you know, a breakdown or you will just lose it and because you can't hold it back any longer. And the worst thing is, is that when your mood has been poisoned because of this thing that is bothering you that you haven't been able to talk about, 
your partner's always like, what's wrong? I feel like something's wrong. And you're like, no, 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 nothing's wrong. But he feels it. So you're lying to him and you're lying to yourself because there is something wrong. You want to have a conversation about something. You just feel like an idiot bringing it up. But, you know, you really should because you're making yourself look like an idiot anyway because your mood's poisoned for no other reason apart from what you're telling yourself. So approaching the topic in a careful and considered way without beating around the bush will be more beneficial to you and the relationship. So work out a way how to communicate this. Work out how you're going to say it and you're not demanding it. You are definitely just asking, tell me more about that. Tell me why, can I, can I know why we haven't taken the next step to meet the family or I'd really like to meet your friends now. Are you comfortable with that? Just ask. There's no demanding and there's no pointing the finger that you feel shit because someone has chosen not to introduce you to family yet. There might be a really good reason. So while it's really risky because you might not hear exactly what you want to hear, it's better to have an answer than to keep wondering and be strung along for months to come with, you know, you having this constant, you know, it's on repeat of uh, conversation inside your head of, oh my God, why hasn't he taken me there? Why haven't I met the family? Why don't the friends know about me yet? He mustn't want to be with me. He must be seeing somebody else. Like these thoughts that are going through your head constantly, it's not worth it. Just ask the question. So you're looking for security in the relationship, but you don't want to waste your time on someone who really isn't ready for that commitment. So you owe it to yourself to really ask the question. You want to be with someone who is emotionally available and open to love, which means he should be also open to what you have to say. So you don't have to punish yourself for months on end before you ask the question. You should feel able to have that conversation without reprimand or feeling like an idiot. So you really do deserve to put yourself first and open your heart to someone new, giving yourself permission to be with a partner who really wants to commit to you. So my advice to you is that if it's early days and you haven't met anyone, that is okay. If he's giving you the social cues of let's book somewhere next week, let's do something for New Year's Eve, let's book to go to a concert next year, let's go to Europe um, next year, July. If he's talking about the future, they're really good social cues to give you some relief around this guy's staying. The other thing is if you have been in a relationship for some time and you still haven't met his family, his friends, people that he spends time with, what it creates is you living two separate lives. He has his life, you have your life, and there's no intertwining. And it's really good to be your own person in a relationship. But as you start to spend some time together, most couples, social scenarios and friends start to mingle as well. You start to go out, you start to meet them, you start to go to similar events and venues where you all start to become friends and create friendships. If that is not happening and you're starting to feel isolated or separate from his life, it is worth the conversation because for you, if you stay in a position like that, you will continually rack your brain out. You will start to lose self-esteem because you feel not good enough and you will feel isolated and lonely because when he goes and has his own life, you're left wondering, why can't I go? Or what's he doing that I shouldn't be there? Or why do people not know about me? 
is he hiding me? Is this just a convenient relationship because he wants, you know, to to not have any of his bridges closed off in case someone better comes along? These are the thoughts that women are having constantly in a relationship like this. And the only way to stop that is to ask. Okay? Straightforward asking, where is this going? When do you think it's a good time for us to start introducing family and friends? And just get a feel. He may say, you know what, I've I don't want to go down that path. I really like the way the relationship is. I like having you there, but I don't like, you know, everyone sort of getting into our business. Now that's a throw off. That is a a way for him to turn around and say, I want you there, but I want my life as well. And I don't want you to really be a part of it. So if you could just stay there on the side, I'll do all of my life over here and I'll come back to you. Now, if you are okay with that, there's no judgment, go for it. But if you feel like you're going to be over there waiting for him to come home or waiting for him to contact you while he's done his life, and that is going to impact your emotional and psychological health and well-being, I would say it's time to exit stage left. And it's really a good time to go, hang on a minute, what's my worth here? What do I want in this relationship? How do I want to be treated? What do I want to accept? And why do I feel like this? Because when you are not part of someone's life and you feel separate, you actually feel really shitty. And so if you're feeling really shitty all the time, then maybe you need to question why you are there. And if you can create another scenario where he is not putting you in a position to feel that way and that you decide to to move on or leave So there are some tips for asking, when do you ask, where is this going? I hope that's been helpful because this is a question I get a lot, especially with the younger ones coming into relationships, you know, the the 25-year-olds, the 30-year-olds, even the, actually, no, even the older women getting back into the dating game after being in a relationship for so long are also going, when do I know that this is actually real or when do I know they're committed to me? So you need to ask. Stop guessing, ask, stop doing your head in. It's not doing you any favors. If you have any comments or questions, please DM me. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share the podcast with all of your friends because the more the merrier. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E dot com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.